Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. We need to do something good in our lives. It's like, yeah, this is something that I know I can do. Right? I learned how to do cartoon characters for my seed company. I learned how to, you know, I've been in sales. I know how to do things, but I never made a doll before. I never did overseas manufacturing before. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it was new, but I knew I could do it. And it was one of those things where I just kind of felt God pulling me toward that, right? It just seemed like, like I was made for it. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained. And Life Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Do you have a loved one's special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to christinaperreira.org slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an awesome person with me today. He is the creator of the Talking Jesus doll. Welcome to the podcast, David Morrow. Hey, Christina. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. Um, I love your podcast, and so this is a treat. Oh, thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate that. It's always interesting to hear feedback, and I'm so grateful that someone's out there listening to me in this great internet void. Hmm. <laughs> well, I absolutely love your creation. The Talking Jesus doll, you know, I came across your product, your ministry, and I just thought, what an amazing way to reach children with the good news of Jesus in a way that really speaks to their hearts and comforts them the way that only Jesus can do. I've told our listeners a lot about you. Can you share something with them, maybe something personal just to help get to know you? Yeah, yeah, I am... The father of three girls, they're a little bit older now from their age from 10 to 16 and got a beautiful wife and we live in Tennessee. Mm, they're so kind of the inspiration for the doll. They're kind of the backstory as we'll get into it. So they're definitely a big part of the, you know, how we got here today. I love that. I was just sitting here wondering if your three girls were part of how you came up with this amazing Jesus doll. 
Well, since this is revealing Jesus, I have to ask how you met our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll say I'm fortunate in the sense that I grew up in a family that were overly religious, but we went to church. And I remember being in church at a super early age. And I always kind of, you know, that's probably the reason why. I'm assuming it's a large part of the reason why. I always believed that there was a God. I always knew there was a God. This never been a question for me. But I never got the whole, you know, Jesus connection and that sort of thing until I got older and having kids and kind of getting to church as a kid and going back to church with wife and family and things like that. And, you know, we were at this church and we started getting strong in our faith. We got a great new young pastor who came in and really kind of challenged me and my wife and the congregation to just to kind of go deeper. And it really helped us understand how the role Jesus plays in our salvation. And, you know, it was a time of great spiritual awareness, acceleration. So I just remember some moments and feelings and some growth, spiritual growth that developed. Like it wasn't a one-time thing. I don't have this like, hey, I was at this place and this happened. It was kind of a development over time. So very thankful for that. And that growth and development is really how we kicked off and got into, you know, trying to do things different in our lives. I'll take a pause there. I don't know if you want me to keep going or if you have another question, but it could be a great segue for kind of how the dog got launched. Yeah, of course. I was just going to say that, you know, a lot of people have that story where they don't necessarily have one massive moment where they really encounter Jesus, but they encounter him over time. And he has this way of wooing our hearts into this place where we realize how real he is and how much he really wants to be a part of our everyday life. So that's perfect. It was a great season. I, mean, I think that's probably the best way for me to put it. Like it was like everything kind of came together at the right place at the right time. And, you know, it had a huge impact on my life and my family's life. Also the life of a bunch of others here in this town. I love that. Where are you from? Tennessee, middle of Tennessee. Nice. I've heard Tennessee is absolutely beautiful. It is. It is. That's so good. Well, how did your inspiration come to you behind the Talking Jesus doll? Yeah, so the kind of the backstory, kind of picking up on this season of growth, really kind of started questioning and reevaluating things in my life and my family's life, started looking at priorities. And, you know, I was working as a software sales guy and had a good career to make a lot of money. We had a huge house, a lot of land out here. And I kind of started to realize that everything we were doing was to serve the things that we had, pay mm-hmm. the mortgage, clean the house, you know, maintain the property, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so I realized that, you know, it, it kind of owned us. And that's when we kind of had this, re- this realization that, hey, we need this right now. We need to work for the man, but not the man. We need to work for the man upstairs and not the man, the boss, the, mm-hmm. you know, our debt slaves. Right. So that was one of these things where we said, hey, we got to do something good in our lives. And yeah. that's when we started a nonprofit, when I started trying to figure out ways we could give back. I told you before with the show, we started the garden seed company where we would have a grow one, give one model for every pack of seeds people buy, we'd give one to someone in need. Mm-hmm. We did that for a while and, uh, you know, it worked good, but it was really hard. It was really hard for us to, I, I think, have a meaningful impact. Giving mm-hmm. is really hard if you've, for anybody who's done it, charity mm-hmm. is not easy uh, yeah. to do it right. COVID came, it shut down, you know, our supply chain, we ended up moving and that whole business, we basically turned it off because five years in, it wasn't 
doing everything that we needed it to do. So we kind of killed it. But this idea I had during our move, we literally moved, we sold our house, house I told you about before. During this whole time, we sold that big house. We moved into a tiny little spider infested rental house. Oh. And, uh, you know, that's where <laughs> we ended up finding the property and building a new house. And when we were moving, you know, had everything packed up and realized that our kids had, you know, again, young kids at this time, they love stuffed animals. And mm-hmm. I realized that they had like literally hundreds of stuffed animals. Like it was yeah. <laughs> like garbage bags full of these things. And I don't know where they put them all, but like, that's just every time we went somewhere, like they got one. They liked them, right? They had, yeah. some of them had educational value. Some of them had maybe sentimental value because someone gave it to them. But after looking at them for a while, I kind of realized that, hey, there's a bunch of cartoons and frogs and things in here. There's nothing here with any spiritual value. And it's kind of one of those mm-hmm. things where I had this, you know, again, this realization that, hey, this is a missed opportunity. My kids are growing up and I've been giving them a bunch of things. It's kind of like empty calories. You, know, you give them yeah. toys without any value, spiritual value. It's kind of like a missed opportunity. So, mm-hmm. so I thought about like, hmm, it'd be really cool if, I, we, I can give them a, you know, Jesus Dallas speaks Bible verses, right? Yeah. And I went to go look for it. It didn't exist. And I was kind of surprised by that. And I thought that, hey, I'm a guy who's trying to do this. Probably a bunch of people out there who might be interested in something like that. So that's kind of where the concept for the doll came from. It was like, you know, it's kind of these revelations of like, hey, this is, again, this is like very much fit the, we need to do something good in our lives. It's like, yeah, this is something that I know I can do. Right? I learned how to do cartoon characters from my seed company. I learned how to, you know, I've been in sales. I know how to do things, but I never made a doll before. I never did overseas manufacturing before. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it was new, but I knew I could do it. And it was one of those things where I just kind of felt God pulling me toward that. Right. It just seemed like, like I was made for it. I um, love that. So it's a backstory there. I love that so much. You know, I can absolutely relate to it. I have a now eight year old daughter and literally the stuffies that we have oh my goodness it is <laughs> out the yin yang and she still wants more and yes. i just i'm like how many do you need how many can one girl have but they make her so happy and i absolutely love that you looked at all of them and said there's nothing of spiritual value like i love that analogy like empty calories it's so interesting i think if we want to reach children with the things of God, we need to come down to their level. And what do they love most? Toys. (laughs) This Easter, put a talking Jesus doll in your kid's Easter basket. When he squeezes his hand, he says 10 phrases that Jesus said from the Bible. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Learn more at JesusDoll.com. I mean, absolutely. You know, you can't give a KJV to a kid that's three. I mean, right. It just, That's yeah. just what it is. You know, there's some people that it's so wrong. You made Jesus doll. But the reality is you got to reach kids yeah. where they are, like you said. And more importantly, it's a race. You know, the world is coming after your kids through TV, through media, through, through yeah. toys, big toy. Yep. And there's a plan to corrupt your kid's mind and to basically mentally enslave them. And they've got a plan. They've got, they've got assets everywhere. And so it's like, what are we doing to fight back? What does a parent do? You've got to reach your kid early. The sooner they know Jesus, the sooner they know God's truth, the sooner they know right from wrong and just what's real and what's not. Once they know what's real, once they know what's of God, yeah, they become inoculated from the indoctrination. It's an inoculation from indoctrination is what it is. Mm-hmm. So we got to reach our kids early. You can't do that with the King James Bible. Who's Jesus? It's a weird story that kids don't understand it. But when they see it and they kind of see the t- it's tangible, they 
kind of mm-hmm. ha- can hold it and hear it, it becomes something that's tangible that they can, they can relate to. You learn some Bible verses, then you can talk to your kid about those Bible verses and what they mean. And then all of a sudden you're, you're so much further ahead than, than yeah. you could even imagine because you can't wait. Like, you can't wait. Oh, I'm going to wait till they read to start talking to them about Jesus. You can't. You got to start. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're a kingdom family. We live in that Christian realm. We're always talking about Jesus. We're always talking about what God's word says. But you're right. There's some things that, you know, as a three-year-old, she can really understand those things. I would say things like, we don't do this because we're children of God. That's not who we are. She can kind of understand things like that. But I love that you put it in a doll. And I love that it's soft. And I love that his arms are open. And I love that he's speaking to you because children have a way they just they have this childlike faith and if we can get in there when that childlike faith is really active before the world tries to shut it down we can make some really impactful inroads into their lives you know for the future for their entire life all the way up till they're 70 80 90 years old because the power of faith is truly limitless you know i was on social media not too long ago And I saw this incredibly cute video. It was this little girl, and she had to be about three or four years old. And it had snowed outside, and the parents had taken her outside. And she looked at her mommy and daddy, and she she said, Elsa did this. And I, I laughed and I giggled. I knew what she meant. She was talking about the movie Frozen. She said that Elsa had, you know, frozen everything and created all the snow. But what if we could do that with Jesus? What are the possible? That's a great example. That is such a great example. And there's so many things that, I mean, in today's world, um, like there's so many things that are perverted and are backward. It's like there's an inversion of truth everywhere and it's seeping, you know, to an earlier and earlier age. Like it's getting in the things that we grew up in that were safe, like the Disney Channel and like basic movies. Now nothing can be trusted. So parents have to be extremely vigilant. But now you, you have to give Jesus early and often, uh, mm-hmm. always, and in all ways. So tell me, you said that your doll says, was it 10 sayings you said? Yeah, 11. I say 10. 11. Okay. Because one all is, right. I love you. And he, technically, that's not in the Bible, but, you know, for the Bible, yeah. it tells me so. So, yeah, it's debatable, that one. I don't know. Jesus loves me. This I know. Yeah. <laughs> or the Bible. Or the Bible tells me so. So, I don't know. That one's debatable. <laughs> but we'll let the scholars debate on that one. So, we say 10. <laughs> Well, 10 is a nice round number. It's better than 11. Right. So tell me, what are your 10 sayings? Oh, here. I'll, I'll, tell me or give me, a, give me a few. Oh, oh, you're going to play it. Oh, nice. All right, here we go. I don't know what's going to come on right now. Okay. And the Did you catch that? And some of it. Can you do it again? Okay. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You know, we have John 3, 16. We have the Lord's Prayer on there, which is awesome. People love that. We have, um, you know, the golden rule, treat each other the way you'd want to be treated. Follow me. I have the way, the truth, and the life. I think I just said that one. And a bunch of others. You can see them on our website, jesusdoll.com. I love that so much. So have you guys expanded into Amazon or anything like that? Or is it just jesusdoll.com? We're on Amazon. Because I'm an Amazon we, girl. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we have to be just because there's a lot of Amazon girls out there. So yeah, we're definitely, we're on Amazon. We're on jesusdoll.com. So that's where we are today. We're in a few stores. We're in a handful of stores around the country. I love that so much. Well, I'm you know, honored to help you get the word out about this. I think it's incredible. 
And just in time for Easter coming up, what an amazing gift for our kids for Easter. Are you guys doing any specials or anything for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your customer, your listeners are getting 10% off. Oh, uh, I didn't with, know that. Yeah, yeah. What's your promo code, by the way? You're going to have to invent it. <laughs> I have to invent it? Yeah. Okay. Christina, how about that? Okay. Uh, how about Jesus Loves You? Can we do that? That's, might be taken, but I think that's still available. We'll do that one. Jesus Loves You. Okay. 10% off at JesusDoll.com. It doesn't work on Amazon, but JesusDoll.com. Jesus Loves You. I love that. Thank you. Well, I yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. You know, as a mama, I'm always looking for ways that I can speak to my daughter in a way that she'll understand. And I think this is beautiful. Thank you. Well, you know, this is the single greatest conversation starter about Jesus in history, mm-hmm. except for those miracles. It's so easy to have a conversation with somebody about it, whether it's a kid, an adult, like anybody. Like It's like the easiest it's the easiest way to like start a conversation because it's interesting, right? It's a little doll. It's kind of interesting. Everybody wants to know what it is. You know, they hear it talking. Oh, what's it saying? Like, it's a great conversation starter. And it's like I said, it's the greatest icebreaker about Jesus in history. I love that. I love that so much. You know, for those people out there who may take issue with it or anything like that, I just want to say quickly to them, Jesus loves people so much that he is willing to take absolutely every single avenue to reach people. He was willing to go to the cross. He was willing in the garden of Gethsemane. He's willing at the whipping post. And, you know, I think it's beautiful and I'm grateful. The kingdom is grateful. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we say our mission is the great commission and it's to make disciples of all children and all nations, right? That's, That's what right. we're going to do. You know, we're reaching them early. We're giving them a head start. Our goal is to have a big impact and we're making a Spanish Jesus doll second half of the year for Mexico, Central, Latin America, South America. So that's, you know, so we're starting here, we're expanding, but that's what we're called to do as followers to make disciples of all nations. That's right. So uh, that's literally what we're doing. And we're starting with kids. Mm, I love that so much. And I absolutely love children. They have such childlike qualities and, you know, they're precious to Jesus. Well, David, this has been so fun. Would you pray for our listeners? Maybe would you pray for those parents out there struggling right now, maybe to reach their children with the things of Jesus? And would you pray for them? Yeah, absolutely. Heavenly Father, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to speak to this great audience and this great host. Thank you for all your many blessings. God, pray that parents and will do everything they can do to help their kids seek you, know you, and find you. Like I said, give Jesus always and always. God, thank you for letting us be a part of that. Um, you know, bless our journey. And God, we just ask you to lead and lead us and pray that we can follow. It goes for me, it goes for Christina, it goes for everybody listening. So God, we give you thanks and praise. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. David, thank you so much for being here with me today. I so appreciate it. Thank you, Christina. I appreciate it. So good. Well, I hope that I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have the links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. There you'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, David Morrow. And don't forget to grab a talking Jesus doll for those precious children in your life. Until next week, may grace and peace 
be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. Seven 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 eight, And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPerera.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.